There we go. Welcome to the special Christmas episode of Send the Martial Arts of Play. I'm going to have to edit this one like today so we can get it out at Christmas time because in my usual time, <coughs> if I waited that long, it'll come out in like April at some point. So, what else is going on? Um, You're getting ready to go to yeah. Korea, so we were talking about getting things prepared. The embassy now knows who I am. Yes. And they're watching me. I think they already did. Yeah, that's true. Probably what all the prepping stuff I've ordered over the last couple of years. I'm probably on like the... If anything goes yes, down, make sure we know up. where Harrison yeah, is. Yeah, we know where he is on the radar. <coughs> Bow and arrows and swords and food and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um... We have some background music from something. Where's that background music? In the kitchen. Oh, it's from this. Uh, Alexa, TV off. Okay. And I don't do buttons anymore, do no. I? No. No, I turned off the radio. You did? It's mm. um, the Wii remote. It's the Wii remote? Oh, okay. Um, see so what was happening in the world? There's cold. <coughs> oh, yeah. So. Current threats spraying across environmental, viral, and socio-political. Mm-hmm. Environmental threats include the current, was it three quarters of the USA is now under snow or something? Yeah. In minus degree. Yeah, something out of, if you haven't watched the movie The Day After Tomorrow, now is yeah. the time to watch it. Well. Um, it's not that bad. I'm yeah, just people in New England are, are yeah. <coughs> We're going to have it next week. After Boxing Day for a week of minus something temperature, so is it? Yeah, yeah. it it wouldn't be so. It, I know I do know it's having an effect on the wildlife. Why over um, in America? No, over here over actually, here. because <coughs> at least in America, it's going from it's just staying cold. It's getting cold and it's staying cold. But oh, over here, it's it going fluctuates. from freezing cold to you know, forty-eight. Well, in English terms, eleven to thirteen. In American terms, forty-five to fifty degrees. And then it goes right back down to below freezing, and then it's going, you know. So, you know, a yeah. lot of the animals are coming out of hibernation before they should be. And yeah. crops are harder to grow. Yeah. The topic I want us to learn about. <coughs> sorry. Is growing potatoes in all seasons. Can be done. Can be. Well. If it can be, that's something to look into. Well, it's more along the lines of potatoes are a root crop, and potatoes actually stay very well on their own as long as you're careful with them. But kind of like apples stay okay. very well on their own Is as long as you're careful. Or worms make potatoes get potatoes. They just mm. get potato rot if you're not careful. Like it's kind of like with apples. You know, the whole thing of like you know, one bad apple ruins the bunch. It's actually a term that means that one bad one one apple with rot in it can ruin an entire batch. It'll just spread from one apple to all the others. But if you're very careful with them and make sure they don't get bruised, they can last for months. Yeah. Same thing with potatoes and cabbages. It's like all these all these vegetables that are very boring, but last you know were the winter crop vegetables like um, cabbages and potatoes. And all the squashes, you know, those keep well. You know, as long as you keep them in a nice cool area and keep them safe, <coughs> fine. Yeah. And carrots. 
rather boring, but you know survival. Survival. So we have to constantly prepare for hot summers, cold winters, storage of foods, medicine yes. and supplies, in addition to having a hobby of growing your own food and crops where you can. I would That's really something. love to do canning again. Let's do it. I Let's did see. it once when we were in. No, I did it a couple of times when we were in Danbury. It was so cool because it just reminded me of like my mom doing that and my aunt doing that. Where it's like, you know, you put them in the hot boiling water and you pick them up and the, all the lids go down. Tick, 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 tick. And, um, but you have to have like a massive kettle to do them in. You have to have like a special thing. It's it's an investment. But, but then you end up with it. storage. Yeah, you end up with <coughs> the summer fruits and vegetables being preserved. So hydroponics and drying food. Be interesting to figure Smoking out how to drive Smoking food. I am still attempting to decently grow tomatoes here in England. I am finding it just very difficult, and I don't know what's going on where I'm not well, able to do it. It's, it's able to, you know, it is possible. It is possible, but I don't seem to be getting it done. And I was really discouraged when we went to Joel's house, and his parents have. Like, they they have, like, a postage stamp size garden, and they're growing, like, a gazillion tomatoes. They have so many tomatoes, they're just rotting on the vine because they don't have anything else to do did with the tomatoes. Did you ask how they did it? Uh, they were just like, well, they just, they get good light. And I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, well, but they get, get they do get good, good light. light over there. Is that it? Is that what they said? Is Yeah, they, they were just kind of like, oh, well, that's just kind of how it Is it the ground it. as well? Though? Because it's very swampy, isn't it, our ground? Oh, our ground is terrible. Maybe it's, maybe it's the soil. As well, it's need not, a soil drainage. It's not clumpy and clay. -like. My attempts at at Hugelkultur have have been less than stellar, but it still produced some kind of result. Yes, I just I think I needed to make it a more of a hill. Right now, it's more like okay. We've well, like, learned what to like, do. Like you know, it it should have been higher. If you do it as a hill, then maybe all the moisture can run off of your soil yeah. hardness. So you need yeah, I needed I needed more dirt, I think, and um. So I need to just kind of like build on top of it this year and see if that helps. Because <clears throat> we do still, that. Yeah. So okay. we do the hydroponics, we do the hill. Yeah. What else do we do? But now I'm already thinking, I am thinking already of spring. And I'm thinking of things we need to do. Spring. And I'm thinking, I'm looking in our back garden and going, oh, you know, I need to start getting it prepared for oh, springtime. Spring. How do you prepare it for spring? Well, you get rid of all the old growth. I think we need to get a pro in. To clean out. Do you need somebody to properly. come in with a big sword and yes. chop everything? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely have to do that. that. That big willow thing that's back there, you know, the, with the long branches, you know, the one long. Do you also need someone to chop a tree we down? Chop. We need to cut well, that back. We need to cut it back. Yeah, yeah, we can't chop it down. It's... No, no, no. I have a saw, a professional saw. You have a saw? I have a professional silky saw. Not a chainsaw, but a pro proper. Oh, yeah. When did you get one? <coughs> Part of my go bag is made in Japan. It's the one the Canadian prepper uses. You can literally cut down trees. I could cut down your cherry tree with it. Yeah, it's a handsaw. We like that cherry tree. That's like well, no, tree. but I could I could, could clean it for you. If you would. I yeah, chop it all down. We could use it as a fire. Yep. Although I don't know about cherry tree. No, we won't chop the cherry tree, but the things you need to prepare for spring. Yeah, I just, we just need to do some basic clean up. Put and some start seeds putting, down to grow. Not seeds down yet. You have to like prepare the ground first. So okay. we need to really prepare the ground and do some do yeah do, do some aerating, and um, prepare some more plots. Have some ideas. For Have making... you ever done lemon trees or orange trees online? Funnily enough, Joel 
parents did lemon, lemon tree. They did have a lemon tree, yeah. How easy is it? Because I've ordered it's it from my mum. A small lemon tree, a small orange Oh, you've ordered, okay, you've ordered, like, the actual tree already. Yeah, that works. Growing it seed. from seed, yeah. But, Although we do have our avocado plant, which is about... Is it growing bigger? It's about a foot high now. It's actually still growing. And I was, I saw a friend of mine has one that's, like, about three feet high now. So she's growing from a seed, so it does work. Have you thought of putting all this food in big, very big plant pots so you could control exactly what happens to the soil? Mm. Yeah... If it's know, not going to work, that's fine. But I'd like mm. to assist and I'd like to help you grow things. Because yeah. those tomatoes that my mum did, we got a lot of tomatoes. Yeah, it was in a pot. The, yeah, from the big It wasn't pots. in the ground. She had more sunlight over on her side. We got a lot of sunlight over there. Maybe. On that, on that back fence? The light is one variable, but if the, the pot conditions are another variable, we've yeah, got to consider it. Yeah, if what they're growing in isn't mm. good, then... I need to look. I need to read up some more things. Why don't you try it? Put one in the pot in there, and if you know if it doesn't grow, then you know it's the light. I'm going to definitely <clears> grow <throat> some herbs, some herbs, herbs in the greenhouse. I need to clean out the greenhouse and get that all sorted. Grow herbs in it. I've found I've found that trying to grow plants to put in the ground in the greenhouse is somewhat problematic. Futile. It doesn't really help. But you can still grow things in the greenhouse as long as you plan on keeping them there, like um, herbs and, you know, other more fragile things. But, oh my gosh, I do have to actually make it so that greenhouse is absolutely sealed so that the slugs don't get in. Because, my God, they came in and they just they came up from underneath and they just absolutely decimated. So, uh, plant protection <laughs> from environment and pests. Yeah. Oh my gosh, those slugs. Can you get a plastic sheet and put it down? I'm going to have to. On top. Yeah. Oh, speech, you have to be. absolutely seal it. I mean, they come, you know, they're coming through cracks in our in our foundation mm. right now and there. They end up on the kitchen floor in the, have, in the summertime. Have you tried wire wool? Tried what? Wire wool. Wire wool? What's wire wool? Wire wool. A wire wool. Because my mum has lately, the last couple of, I don't know if I told you about the mice problem we've had. No. You I can't. had to do what James has had to do. Oh Kill gosh, him. really? Oh, mm. uh, was it because it there was a long story short is somehow mice had burrowed holes either from my garage into the kitchen or from the garden into the kitchen, and I think they were trying to breed because there was two or three of them. Over the last week or two, we've caught about ten mice. Holy cow. So what happened was, there was one family which we caught, and then got rid of them. And I think now, lately, another family has tried to breed nearby. And and we've asked around, it was a local issue, because people in our street have got the same problem. Even people in St. Hillier have got mouse problem. Mm. (coughs) I think it may be related to people being at home means there are more trashes at home. Yeah. Mm. Um, in addition to a lot of people doing pla- building works which digs up their house mm-hmm. the change in temperature the flooding that's happened yeah. I think their habitat has been disturbed um, but yeah I had to I didn't kill it with a knife like James did I had to I was going to with a sword I, I trapped it in a sticky pad and I thought it was dead so I was like okay so I got the sword I was like right this, this isn't too bad so I sort of Put sword up near to its head. I lifted up the sword and then it wiggled. And I thought, fuck, it's still alive. Oh, man. So I was like, 
it took about half an hour of deliberation and I thought okay what I did I folded the sticky note on it got a bit of stick so I didn't have to touch the pad carried it out to the garden and you know the heart the stump of wood that you got me I got that oh, yeah. I just got went ah! and I, thought, oh, I squashed it and then I got the baseball bat and I hit it 20 times because I couldn't that's I, my dead mouse yeah it's not alive I couldn't deal with it possibly being alive I didn't I didn't want to look at it and cut its head off when it's alive it's like yeah. it'd be one thing if it's attack. I don't mind beating things up if they're attacking me but it's not it's like it's trying to get away and it was a really small thing yeah felt like I was killing it for no reason but anyway I did that and then we're trapping all these mice so on the topic of the pestilence thing that's going to be a real issue with the volatility of weather you create cockroaches, mice, mouse, rats, pigeons. Best thing for it, right up there. The cat. Yep. Yeah, I need to get one then. Yeah. Because <coughs> you can store all the food, is great, but if the pests start trying to get in there, you've got to have like sealed jars and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Buckets, I mean, in, in Danbury, we had like no cat, no mouse problem. And Two then cats. both of our cats ended up dying within like weeks of each other. One ran away and the other one died. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we had a mouse problem. And they were like getting into our food, and you know it was getting bad. So then we had, then we got two other cats, and mouse problem gone. You know, it's just yeah, they just they you know, unless they're cheeky like this little black one who decides to take one alive and bring it into our house and play with it, then it's not so fun. Oh James, I don't know how you cut the that mouse's head off by hand. Well, you he did it because it it was it was dying and it was in pain, so it was an act of mercy. But, but still, it's it's still, still, it still bothers you. Still, yeah, I mean, it's still like, wow. <coughs> so you have to go up to it. You have to physically... End a life, yeah. It's, it's the, yeah, it's crossing a barrier yeah. that we don't like to cross. It means somebody's life. So we need to protect our crops, yeah. plants, stashy food. Are mice getting into your food? They tried. I have um, a load yeah, of buckets. Well... I had well, I had all this food in my room with tins and buckets in the mylar bags and the things sealed with duct tape. They tried to get in the buckets. They shit on top of the sorry, I keep swearing. They went on top of the buckets. Um, they couldn't get in them. I, they couldn't get in the steel tins. Left their calling cards. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the things things with soft packaging like pasta with soft packets or popcorn. Yeah, yeah, anything like that. No. no. So it has to be in a hard case, whether it's glass, a bucket, a mm. tin. I think it's got to be metal because they mm. they actually do like to go through plastic, don't they? Cause that, what, yeah, they can chew through plastic. Because oh. it, it, it wears down their teeth quicker. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it has to be a tin of some sort. Or glass. Or glass. Yeah. Or just get a cat. Mm. Or just get a cat. I don't think Bo would like a cat. No, but would not. I'm surprised Bo <coughs> didn't go after them. Lung... He's so old. He's 110 or something. Yeah, because wow. terriers you can't see, you can't... do love. Yeah, yeah. oh, then. Uh-huh. Yeah, because small dogs are really good ratters. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I always thought that having, um, you know, well, I think any dog would beat up a mouse. But my favourite sort of idea for a dog is either a staff dog or, you know, the small Dobermans. The slightly, not the miniature Dobermans, but the half size ones. The Dutch, Dutch, Dutch hound or something? The Dutch. The pincher. Oh, yeah. Instead of yeah. the full size, and it's 
it's everything that Doberman is, but it's only sort of like the highest, highest that mm. chair. That'd be quite cool. Yeah. Or just get a fragile shepherd. looking. Well, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Mm. A medium-sized dog that can fight but isn't huge would be nice. Yeah. With a best friend who's a cat. Cat and dog. It would work. Cat and dog are two overs. You fall asleep, James. Why is it whenever we do a podcast you fall asleep? Because it's the dulcet <coughs> tones. It's the chatting. Yeah. So Christmas. It reminds me of podcast. Ah, you listen to podcasts to go to sleep. Fall asleep. You do. So when yeah. you're in a podcast, it reminds you. <laughs> interesting. That's funny. That is interesting, actually. So, what can we say about Christmas? Christmas. Don't forget the babies out. Time to have a celebration. Yes. And enjoy it. Enjoy and, it. And think about the new year coming. And realise right. that bad things do happen to everyone. I know you're not special, so do something about it. You need to be prepared for emergencies. Please. So, because <laughs> otherwise you're going to get desperate and come in my house. And I'm going to. Otherwise you're going to get desperate and come <laughs> to my house, and um, there won't be anything for you there because. So. Yeah. What would be your favourite Christmas present for prepping? Anything that doesn't expire, like gear, backpacks, winter boots, gloves, for ways to keep warm, anything that doesn't expire, multi-tools. Hey, fingerless gloves, where are they? Fingerless gloves that... <coughs> 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 you need a drink, mate. Oh, I'm going to get a beer, yeah. They're, uh, they fell out over there. Oh, okay. Don't, oh. don't forget those. Start making a pantry of tins, rice, mm. pasta. Mm. What would be yours, James? What, a thing for... My go bag. Or for prepping or for bunker. A bunker? You want a bunker for Christmas? Yeah. Where would you put this bunker? In our garden. Like a like an air raid shelter. Yeah, basically. Well. And then we could um storage. We could have an area Six. for like a pantry storage. Mm-hmm. Sleeping area. Yeah, but it'd be with this ground you know you'll get fr- wet so quickly. Mm-hmm. Be underwater in like days. Yeah, true. Is it worth It'll actually looking up and getting a proper quote from a proper person saying how much would it cost to do something and what could be done? It would well, be a free quote. <coughs> <coughs> but we couldn't do it anyway. Mm. It's not our problem. And why would we have one anyway? Big topic. In general, in terms of what civilians can do to prepare for emergencies, is a lot of it is the things that you're denying are ever going to happen to you. Mm. Um, apart from that, in general, really, just start where you are, do what you can with what spare money you have. Mm-hmm. Put things towards for the next season coming up. So start thinking about summer now. How could Are there any cheap air cons, mm-hmm. like the mini ones? Uh I don't know what else. Uh, to get a solar, to get a small fan and a solar panel. One sec. You could. It would mean that the hotter it gets, the more energy your fan has. So you could have free cooling in the room. Things like that. Just think ahead for the season ahead. What the, we, the last we, sunny day. James had his hand up first. So, so there's two things I've got. The last big sunny day, I thought, okay, I get the solar panel out, get the battery out. I went through the whole day 
with all my network equipment. I had a, an Alexa, I had a networking switch, and a, a, an Arduino or Raspberry Pi, which is quite good for this in this house, is quite, quite an important bit of kit. Mm. Running off my battery for the whole day and charging at the same time. Good. Took it off the mains, plugged it into the battery, Success. ran it off that. This is exactly what we need. Yeah. <laughs> is, and then it went, so then I thought, okay, have it on, because it does have to stay on overnight. I used it overnight and it drained the battery down to zero. Mm. But the, then it was sunny, sunny next day, but it didn't charge it up full enough. So you do you do have to have if it's not if it's not sunny like it like it the winter's not not really mm. good you have to have more solar panels if it's winter I was thinking then you do in, then you do in summer because mm. um, my one solar panel didn't really charge didn't charge I mean charged it to twenty eight <coughs> mm. well you could collect them and you could add maybe one more. At some point, would mean you'd have double the. Yeah, double. Mm. But you know, into for that's for a working purpose as well, which is fantastic. For something as simple as charging your phone, mm. a couple of percentage, and just using your phone for the purpose you need it for, mm. is is enough. But yes, yeah, there's things to build on. It's scaffolding. The fact is, you have got the battery there, and a good one for for the summer ahead, for the season ahead of summer. If you can plug it into air cons, fans, it means you don't have to pay an e yeah, increased electricity bill to cool the room. Yeah. It'd be completely free. The I hotter it gets, the more power you're going to get. That. Well, I what I did, I put the solar panel into the battery. And if you get a battery with a plug and put the plug of the fan into the thing. Mm. And then yeah, we haven't plugged our fan into that battery yet. We, we haven't, no. We'll see how long it takes to discharge. Try it. Mm. I mean, it, even if I mean the the good thing is if it's blisteringly hot to the point you there's a risk of heat, heat stroke, it will be sunny, so you will have enough. Yeah, there'll be sunlight, won't there? <clears throat> mm. We'll have our pool again. Yeah. yeah. So what what you could have is a continuous like free thing of you've got in well shelter as in a shelter you wear and the insulation is worth investing in that boots, hats, gloves, mm -hmm. coats, thermals, whatever. And that's to get you warm because it's hard to generate enough power. Generating heat from power, I think, is the most expensive. Yeah, that that's that's also very costly. Yeah, very to energy, heat energy intensive. Mm. But to cool, it could be as simple as turning on a fan. Mm. <coughs> it's slightly less. If it's a small fan, maybe you just put your face in front of it or something. Mm. So or that just, could be. You know, it's going to the pool. Yeah, yeah going to the pool with chlorine. Because of yeah. Legionella yeah. and waterborne disease. Yep. Speaking yep. of, do you have any water filtration system? No, but I think that was one of the things we were going to be getting What's soon. You know, water filtration system, like so a water straw sort of thing. You, you know, um, we got Thingy's got thing. that big container of rainwater connector. Yeah. We've got the pool thing. No, he's talking but about like drinking water. If you were going to drink we the water, yeah. you'd have to sterilise it and boil it first. No, okay. James. That's another area. But you need to you need to have it's great to have the water there. You need a means to boil it. Yes, you've got there's some 
it's probably worth having a storage of the camping gas cooker so that you can boil the water mm. but you might also need to additionally filter it yes you can put it through a sock with sandstones and rocks and things maybe the tampax as well you can use mm-hmm. but there's also Berkey water filters which is like a company that do a big like this big metal thing and then you do a put it for a tap and it goes through layers and it's just the tap at the bottom mm. uh what i've got in my go bag is um a life straw it costs 18 pounds and it lasts the whole year and you you put this straw in within the straw it's got layers of filtration and you can literally drink a dirty puddle and it turns into clean water by the time it goes through the straw mm. so that for some for less than 20 quid for a whole year of drinking water it filter out dirt particles that's one thing but it's just all ideas as long as you've got food water fire shelter mm-hmm. i think water would be the difficult one to filter and boil all the time because where's all that energy coming from gas and wood and what well, <coughs> having a stash of coal just a bag of coal maybe two bags mm. coal Coal for fires. You can get wood. I mean, the wood turns into coal. Yeah, but you don't really carry around coals too much. Coal, coal, no, yeah. not to leave in the, for a house stash. Oh, a house stash. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Put I thought you meant like carrying it around. I'm like, no. Nah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I carry around a mini mm. camping gas cooker with the mini gas, so it's enough for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. A go bag could be up to, well, I know we're getting specific here. A go we bag, do... 72 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we do need to actually go through our go bags and replenish. Yeah, every things. year, go through, check nothing's expired, check yeah. all the tools are functional, check nothing's ripped or worn. Mm-hmm. That could be a good New Year's thing. Check the go bag, check yeah. the pantry, what are you doing with the fruit and veg? How cool. I don't want us to go camping again, because if we have all this going, camping's easy. i tell you what you could do, put solar panels on the roof of a car. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did, I did do that. You did? In the, yeah, the camping trip. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. you can nice even thing. install semi-permanent um, solar panels on the. Top. I know it's quite pricey, but yeah, and you probably get you probably get robbed anyway. But so the the more concealable and portable ones like we have already are the ones really. Yeah, the only thing about the one I've got is not waterproof. Okay. So this so, year for camping though, we're so, but we could point it so that we point the back of the car at the sun. And you put my battery and your battery in both the solar panels. We charge it all, and it's got like a waterproof thing, Majik. Or put yeah. like a plastic roofing. Well, I was thinking of how do we make something that I could light flat, so yeah. it's on, a, on like a table, and then and plastic then on there's top. There's like a glass table over the top of it. That would work. So mm. it, it's raised off the ground so it doesn't get wet, but it's yeah. sandwiched between two. Mm. A wooden table and a glass table. Okay, that's and fantastic. That on that roof over mm-hmm. above Good. the kitchen. Good. Yeah. We're going to survive. I also want to go to Scotland. and Scotland would be the... I'd like to go to some place different. I've got yeah, a crazy well... idea. Mm-hmm. Let's okay. go somewhere, right, where there's wolves. It's a snow holiday. Oh, <coughs> say we did. It's a nice idea, but wolves nice actually idea. will wolves kill you. Do eat. <laughs> we we take bow and arrows, right? Um, 
Dance. <laughs> Dances with wolves. And we can ha- pick a fight with a wolf gang. Yeah. Like we've come out of our life. Let's not say we did. Uh, no. Let's go have a party with a bunch of bears. I think a wolf pelt is worth about 200 euros. Yeah, but it's quite risky. Sleep on wolves alone, yeah. Yeah, we don't need to go. Wolves don't need us to bother them. We don't need to bother the wolves. We don't need to wrestle with the bears. Oh, James versus Brown Bear. You can wear your brown bear outfit. Could you? Can you imagine if you could convince it that you're a bear? If there was like a device that made bear noises. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we don't need the device. You could just be the you could be the bear and. uh, Yeah, and it was nice knowing you. I don't know. <laughs> like a, doing streams with salmon. Uh-huh. And fresh salmon. That's why I like salmon. In all seriousness, though, the Canadian... Is it the Canadian Rockies where there's a small islands that you can camp in? Oh, really? Are there? L- little small... Um, is it Vancouver Island is one? I've heard. I actually don't know much about Canadian camping. Uh, there's a place, I think you can literally go there. It would be lovely to go there, build a house out of wood. So we go there with saws, a camera, a solar panel. We can do like a vlog, like Greg Ovens from Rocky Mountain Bushcraft, and go there and do a video vlog of me and James surviving there for a month just off berries and fish. You'd be. <laughs> We'd have to. Sh- we would absolutely be pooing every 10 seconds. <laughs> How fun would that be? We'd have to have a lot I of think it's a, I, mm, Let's do it. No, I don't think that's a good yeah. idea. Oh, I come on. That's a good idea. I think you'd be calling home within the first week. Build a heart out of wood. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've seen harder it. than you. Th- I've harder seen than it, it seems. Yes, people can do it. It can be done. But we'd have to have a lot of bear protection. Yes, I've seen the videos. Have you seen Greg Ovens? He's brilliant. No, but I've seen videos of people making. You know. My brother made one actually. We can make the Canadian prepper. What? My brother made a wooden house. <coughs> a, a, Where? A log cabin. Who? My brother. Really? Which one? John. Where? He made a log cabin. It was like a project for school or something, but he actually did make a log cabin and it worked. That's what? Weird. In your old home? Yeah. To make it. It, it then became the house for the goats. The house for the goats? A house, you know, it was like the shed for the goats. Goat house. When we had goats. It was a goat house. Yeah. Why not sheep? Because the wolf would go in. Well, uh, I did have, I did have, a, I did have a pet sheep. They're very stupid. Goats are much smarter. Um, no, they did goats for. Um, we did goats for 4-H. It's a farming organization which taught people, taught young people, children how to raise and you know, be farming, you know, farm animals. So my brother and sister had goats. So, huh? Yeah. So that yeah, they were they were you know it was, it was interesting. It was a fun thing to do. I remember. But anyway, um, yeah, it was actually it was my little house for a while, and then I uh, and then um they used it for the goats. So, but yeah. So I saw him make it. You know, it can be done. It's just it's not. Didn't we do that? We did one. Er. Didn't we do one where we stacked up the logs? That wasn't really a house. That was more like a lean-to. Yeah, but it was like wood. Yeah, it wasn't really like actually like making it. Told us so. to stop halfway because <laughs> it might fall on us. Yes, it. yes, because you weren't doing it very effectively. You weren't lashing it together. You well, were never. You were never girl scout. Another the uh, string. Yeah. Well, you know. Okay. 
But anyway, um, back to it being Christmas time in winter time. Yeah. We are making sure that we are, you know, enjoy keeping this. ourselves as warm as possible. Oh yeah. Realizing that I was just saying that you know that curtain that we have that it's not even floor to ceiling, but even having a curtain across a doorway, and, and pulling it shut makes a difference because it does trap a layer of air between the you know the door and the the general room, and the cats really love it. I think they like it cooler. And then um, making sure that we have layers on and making sure we have like warm clothes. Yeah, it's worth not going to Primark, but spending money that would usually go to other things. Mm -hmm. (coughs) And and actually making the room smaller. So it's like the part of our house, like the the downstairs bathroom, we've cut off the heat for that. The downstairs back hallway, we've cut off the heat for that. We shut the door in between. Like the the bathroom downstairs in the back hallway. No, a hot room and a cold room. Yeah, so this is basically we live here, mm-hmm. and we shut that door, and then when it gets nighttime, we turn off the heat and we we mm-hmm. and we go upstairs and, you know, we we can sleep fine because we have we have layers, you know, so and we have lots of blankets, so we're doing okay. I know a lot of people are struggling, but we're doing all right. I do really really worry about people in Ukraine this year. I mean, That's another. Did you hear that the yeah the Russians actually bombed a, a shopping center? Um, well, yeah. Let's let's move on to global geopolitical just, yeah. stuff because we've talked about environment. We've talked about prepping for disasters and everything. Yeah. So the Russians either yesterday or this morning bombed a Ukrainian shopping center with people like shopping for Christmas. <clears throat> so yeah. it's safe to say that if that's the truth, <coughs> that. <coughs> It's no longer a military exercise to no. defeat Nazis. It's, but it's not been like that. It never has been. Whether it was or wasn't, if that's the counter defence, fine. But what, that defence is now longer applicable, even if it was true, correct? Mm. Yeah. When you're blowing the Russians up civilians, are still tearing their people, that you know, they'll turn it around and say it never happened. Well, the fog of war, which would get even worse if we didn't have our phones. We wouldn't know what the hell was no, going on. You just have a Russian person with a machine gun outside your door in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Looking at some of the there was the review news review. I think it's called a BBC program called Heart Talk. Yeah. They had a they had a bunch of Russian people on there, Russian generals, whatever. And that was completely old, but this and that, and it's all in their it's it's all in their heads and. Blah blah blah, it's all bullshit. And it's like, well, did you see the pictures that were on the t- that they were showing? Oh, but they they did it. <coughs> yeah, they did it to themselves. <coughs> the issue yeah. we've got is the population will only ever know what their local government tells them, and the government will only tell its people what's beneficial to them. So nobody really things knows can the be picture. you know just just like that um. I can't remember who that guy was, but um, it was just like last month that a a tribunal was. There was finally a court decision where there was this um, political radio guy, yes. kind of like Rush Limbaugh. I can't remember what his name is, but he um, he insisted that Sandy Hook, which was the um, incident, which happened ten years ago, this year, um, where a man walked into went to a uh, 
primary school and, and mm. you know, killed um, a whole classroom full of six-year-olds and their teachers. Um, and uh, he insisted that it never happened. And he convinced a lot of people that it never happened. And he attacked the parents of these children saying that you've made this up and just absolutely was so terrible and caused so much trouble, so much heartache and agony with these parents. And they finally, just this last month, so it's been 10 years that he finally had to, that they, the court decision was that he finally had to pay, you know, millions to the parents who, you know, in, in, you know, to, 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 uh, you know, in damages because of what he has said and how he attacked it. But it was just kind of this kind of a thing where it's like people will just, they will drink the Kool-Aid, you know, it it is a thing. It's not just Russia. That guy convinced probably hundreds of thousands of people across the United States that Sandy Hook never happened where the rest of the people in Connecticut were like, are you kidding me? How can you possibly say that these children never died? You know, and it's just kind of a thing of, yeah, they they've gone one they're like one day and gone the next and if you say yeah. it was a lie then where are they? Yeah, but he just convinced you know that oh it was just it was a it was a political, you know, it was it was something that was created by the left. And it's just kinda like, no, you know? It was it, yeah, it's So misinformation. Yeah, misinformation happens misinformation. all the time and it's not just to Russia. In the United States it happens happens in England. I mean, you know, I'd like to think what it happens I, less in English, but I can't. about misinformation, during, I don't know, I keep on harping about how crap Brexit was. They, yeah. One of the big things on Brexit was that we're sending £350 million, or we were sending £350 million a month to Europe to pay for the NHS. If that's the case, where's all this money gone? I don't know. <coughs> Where's this three hundred and fifty million pounds that we're spending every month? And that was misinformation. Uh, People drank the Kool Aid and, and believed them, and voted to leave. And and there also ended up being an incredible amount of drainage of people who people, were qualified yeah. to be doctors and nurses from Europe went back to Europe because yeah. they weren't able to get the visas. So, you know. That's one of the big problems in the NHS right now, where there's un- they're understaffed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, understaffed what? and underpaid. Mm-hmm. There's what? a reason why your friend left. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... Well, I think what was... What was seen at a later date was David Cameron admitting that it was a mistake. End yeah. quote. But I think what was actually preyed upon was a very clever... A devious thing. Europe, the EU and Europe are different. They're different things. Mm. People, immigration was blamed for X, Y, and Z, and the Europe this and Europe that. For example, 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 example. Therefore, we should get out of the EU. But they, they played because they both had the word Europe in the, the way of the words. And like you said, the misinformation about, oh, you know, if we do this, Britain's going to be stronger or whatever. And it screwed everything up. But it's funny how the guy who decided to do it resigned, got a paycheck, and everybody else is worse off. Yeah. Don't think that's... People don't get rich by mistake. And whatever happens, really, is some sort of 4D chess that we sort of figure out years and years later. Yeah. 
It's but, like the immigration thing. Oh, we'll be able to control our borders. Yes. <laughs> but how that. does... But, Sorry, excuse my French. <coughs> yeah. But even at, what what's defined as control? And who decides how much control is the right amount of control? Yeah. And what, what, where, where does the line of a border stop? What's the definition of a border? How much functionality yeah. does it have? There's so... You can't just throw words that people have different but views on the same words. If you say what people want to hear, then they'll do what they want to do. Yeah. they'll believe. And, and the big thing follow. was that they said, "Oh, there'll be more jobs for English people or yeah. British people." British people but don't want to clean the toilets. Yeah, and it, it ended up being that there's true. there weren't because for there the were part. Yeah, for the most part, um, the reason what I mean, I remember when I was on. Um, Job seekers allowance when I was unemployed, or ten years ago, twelve years ago, something like that. Um, you you had to fill out. Do you know what's funny? The job centre closed down because the job centre went out of a job. I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, but you you have to fill out that. What was it? Three or five a week. You had to prove that you made three or five applications a week to get your two hundred pound a month. Which was food. Yeah. But you could, you didn't have to. I think there's still a human right that you can't be forced to work something you don't want to do. So if you, for example, I don't like being a cleaner, then you don't have to apply to the cleaner jobs. But what some people were doing is um, claiming that benefit alongside other ones, which they weren't really entitled to. And they were applying to things that they knew they wouldn't get so that they could say they made the applications. But there were plenty of jobs which they could have done, like uh, refuse collection could have been done. Not to say that it's an easy job. You've got to get up at stupid o'clock every day. Someone's got to do it, and if you don't do it, you have pestilence and disease and people get chronic illness. Mm -hmm. Someone has to do that job. But you don't have to apply to it. Yeah, but it's a dirty job. Yeah, but why not? But there's nothing wrong with that job. If you're really saying, I need to survive, so I want free money, and they said, well, there's this job here, it's got no chance of traumatising you. You're not going to get risk of injury. All you've got to do is something boring. I don't want to do it. Okay, we'll give you free money. I mean, fair enough, if you, yeah. didn't, want, if you didn't want to be like a medic or, you know, a soldier. I mean, that's potentially traumatising. Or a lifeguard, as we know. Any of these jobs could, you know, or mm-hmm. a funeral yeah. director you know these things would really mess up with your mind yeah or i don't know anal inseminator or something i don't know whatever the hell but that's a job i don't know but there's a lot of jobs that have got the risk of really giving you psychological difficulties and those fine you shouldn't be made to do it but something like you know that's just boring yeah i think an argument could be made that you know if if you needed a job why don't you take that job yeah, through laziness. It's, it's it's laziness through entitlement. And, yeah, and it's yeah. It's it's because we are a country of easy. Um, what is it when immediate when, access happens? Yeah, right immediate access, and we we we're consumers. We're not producers. Ah, mm-hmm. Russia is a producer. China's a producer. Mm-hmm. Precious metals, PPE contracts. We won't get into that. <coughs> so what topics have we covered now lots of them what's left i uh, i think we were just talking about like geopolitical well we can actually talk about like how has this last year been 
It's almost the end of the year. We're not going to see it before the new year. The year in review. Year in review. How much time do we have left? Okay, we have 15 minutes. Year in review. So, this year in review. Review. We almost had nuclear war. Yay! We always almost have nuclear war. I mean, it's not like it's... No. Yeah, yeah, we do. It's a lot closer. It's closer to midnight now than it has no. been. No, no, it's been much closer. No, it's been much closer to midnight before this. Mm. Believe me, that's debatable, but it's increased over the year. Yeah. Well, that's not debatable. Russia is still Russia. It's only up Ukraine, and it's still invading. You well, Ukraine is fighting back. Yeah. Vladimir Zelensky went to the U.S. and. Basically, did a very rousing speech where everyone clapped for him, and he's not going to get what he wants. But um, they'll clap for him. Um, there has died. The died. Oh yeah, there's been a war by proxy going on, but people don't realise it's actually started. I think lately, Amer- uh, is it America troops have been confirmed to be in Ukraine for months now. Oh yeah, oh, I really? wouldn't be surprised. So, yeah. which has come out. So we learn about things. Well, months later. That's World War Three starting right there. Well, well, it's not World War Three. It's a proxy war. It's not direct war. Uh, we've got. I haven't heard anything about China wanting to do Taiwan over the chips, and no. to get control of the China has the been... bit of water that does the import yeah. export. Mm. But I know they've got the lockdown with the pandemic again. So we've got the potential of wars getting worse, but we've got the definite of plague is. <coughs> I mean, the country this year is now. Kids have been getting and dying, unfortunately, from was it diphtheria, the, sw- the swollen tongue thing. Oh, that's oh. A, that's scarlet fever. Scarlet that was fever. From, um, strep, strep A. Strep A. That's it. Diphtheria is also around, but it's yeah. not being talked about a lot. Um, tuberculosis is around, but it hasn't done anything at the minute. I don't think. So you've got strep, scarlet fever. Yes. Pop, yeah. I so thought, do you know you can get CDC alerts on your phone and they email you and something changes? Oh God, changes. I'm paranoid enough as it is. But so there's a few, there's pr- probably about six or seven different diseases that are sort of mingling around, having a bit of an orgy with each other, mm. trying yeah, to decide who wants to kill us first. Yeah. Um, at the moment, I think flu is at the wor- the most inconvenience. Well, right now, lives. but we're all most flu. of England's population is keeping. Taking the flu vaccinations and taking yeah. the COVID yeah. vaccinations. There was this year's. I mean, we're doing year. it without. I mean, I'm doing it without question at this point, which this I kind of wonder about. The first year I've taken a flu injection. Yeah. There was oh. a record. The CDC did a. Um, is it October or November? I'll have to. I'll have to show you the link that um. It said that there was like a you know like a round table meeting, of all the proper people, and they would say because COVID and flu is so similar. And they're both rising with levels. They can't afford people to not know which one they have because the treatments are opposite. So a treatment mm. for flu won't. I think I might mention this before. Won't do COVID, and treatment for COVID won't fix flu. And what they can't afford is for everyone with flu and COVID to go into a centre to be told which one they got, because then everyone's going to pass mm. it to each other, and everyone's going to have both of the bloody things. So they're recommending that you get a COVID jab and the flu jab. Which is what we did. Well. Yeah, I need so. to get them before I go Korea. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um I hate injections. Oh yeah, well, I can't stand them either. You should have seen when she was giving me my injection and I was she's like, Hey, you can untense your arm now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, No. <laughs> I don't wanna But I did, you know. 
So, getting that done. Getting the kids... James, look at CDC. I'm looking at podcast CDC. Oh, my goodness. There's a report um, on their... It's on their website. You can look at uh, uh, disease rates or something in the UK. And you can even subscribe to a newsletter. But you don't have to do that. But it shows you the most recent meeting they have in the meeting minutes and transcription. CDC Radio. <coughs> and CDC the who? Director Debrief. Let me see if I can find it. CDC. But Karen is right. We need to be careful that we don't look at it so much and we turn into a nervous wreck. We just get, we, you know, mm-hmm. go crazy, get run over by a bus, being, oh, I didn't see that coming. CDC podcast. Kind of live the best you can while you can. <laughs> so, if you're going to get drunk, now is the time because it's Christmas. If you're going to eat everything, now is the time. After Christmas, please prepare for the summer and the, and the snow that's coming up. Yes. Oh, talking yes. of snow. Yes. I did a very wise thing. Oh, we had our okay. Snow. Yes, what did you do? I shoveled our pavements. Yes, you did. Oh, driveways. man, people weren't prepared for that here. People weren't. You don't have a shovel. They no, nobody has, nobody has shovels. So, in the US, have a shovel. it's law. You need so a shovel for the snow. To, you have to shovel the snow outside your house and on, on yeah, your pavement. On your pavement, place. yeah, on, on your pavement. So where people walk, instead of being where so, your car is. And, that, yeah. and that's good, that's law, you have to do that. But what actually happens is, the effect of that is that you can actually walk down, down the street without slipping on your ass. Yeah. Over here, people don't do that because it's not, not law. Which means that the snow melts, people melts walk on ice. the snow, it melts, and then the, the night after that, it freezes again. Yeah. So the walkways There's a case for that, for health and safety yeah. and public health. A case could be made that if that was a simple law that everyone has to shovel the snow on their driveway, yeah. mm-hmm. it'd make a safe walkway for everyone. Yeah. Well, then and, people and so need to actually. That. But people actually don't have shovel. Yeah, snow shovels. But I did that out here. I did the. You did it with old, a broom. The old folks at the, up next to my mum. I did my mum's driveway. I did our driveway and the walkway. But you did it with a broom because we don't even have a snow shovel. We'll have to but see you. But you know what? It meant I could see the difference after a couple of days. The difference between our drive walkways mm. and every, the rest everywhere else. <coughs> Simple and things was, like that will make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. It means that you won't slip, and they will. Mm-hmm. Who's going to a hospital when you know there's no amb- oh, when yeah. there's no ambulance oh, drivers? Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like when James went to the, he, he went to a party last week and I was just thinking, it's like, you know, don't do anything crazy because the nurses are, are the striking. The nurses are on strike. Well, no, and the ambulance is on strike. No, so they, it's weren't, kinda... they weren't striking at that point. They were, That's quite they funny. In, in a really sad sort of way, you could be in life or death. Ambulance doesn't get there. You walk there, think you survived, and there's no nurses in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. Now... If you combine that with plague and snow and the uh, extremely hot summers destroying crops and the wars, you've got like the seven pillars of the apocalypse. Mm. Yeah. So that is why we need to enjoy the good times while they're good. Get through the bad times through preparation in knowledge that nothing, no situation will last forever and a good time will come after. Absolutely. Which is kind of how people were always living before... Before technology. Yeah. 
Seriously. I sound like a grumpy old man who doesn't like technology or kids. No. But it's... I don't like technology. Well, I like technology, but I don't like people. I, I, can see I don't like what technology has done to people. Well, it's, it's messed us yes. up. We, but it's convinced us that we can be robots, but we are biological organisms that need to go to the toilet, eat and move, otherwise you get diseases. Yes. You can't Just because you like phones doesn't mean you can be a phone. You can't identify as a phone. Let's, t- let's go into that topic as well. You can't, and you can't be a phone one minute and a radio the next minute. You are a biological what thing. What pronoun would you use? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Technology fluid. I don't yeah, know if we can keep that. fluid. No, I won't. No. But, but you know what I mean. Yeah. The, te- the technology is best. It's, it's been really good and really bad. Oh, that's the other thing. Deglobalization is part of what um, some of the analysts I follow are saying about... Isolationism? I don't know. The fact that if we're slightly going back in not ages, but like maybe how it was between the 50s and plus, where we're being smart about keeping warm, cooling down, mm-hmm. using less, blah, blah, blah. The jobs that were lost locally because they were more global jobs. So if you go on the internet and go, oh, I want to learn about how to cook, you learn from the best in the world. And everyone just goes to the best in the world. And all the best in the town or the city or the country, those three levels of best don't exist. All you have is the best guy. So Ah. maybe now it's going back the other way where more jobs will be created. That are local. That are local. This what should you, it I've would be been, good. I've been thinking about that and, and local food, economy, food, food produce production. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't need to have a big company like Sainsbury's, Tesco. If you have a local, a local you grow your produce locally and you trade it, and you trade it locally. That would be good. Everyone has their own thing. You, know, you have a you great then thing. Have like a, a vill- it's a village it's the whole the idea of having a village yeah. and a village and a or a castle village the global the global economy has not been that great for the earth basically and it's it on the way down at the minute with currencies etc yeah so it could be that we end up having a village community type thing yeah but <coughs> I don't think things have changed that much since last year it's slow but it's happening it's happening. It's just that whole thing where it's like, you know, you can't tell how fast a bullet is coming towards you because it's in a straight line sort of thing. Yeah. But it's happening so slow that it could take years for it to fill oh, pan out. Oh, sure it will. But we are, I mean, if you put, right, this is what one, um, how many weeks have got? Four minutes, three, three and a half. If Four you minutes. put everything that happened in the last two years in the space of a week and compared it to any apocalypse movie in Hollywood, you would find no difference. Not at all, apart from an earthquake. That's the only thing that happened that hasn't happened. Extra hot summer, destroying crops. Extra cold winter, snow everywhere. America's mostly frozen over. Plague, um, what else? Bloody crime going up, currency weakening, war, mm. everything from every angle. If you condense that into a week, it would look like a disaster movie. A disaster movie. It's just that it's happening over years. You're like, oh, well, it's mm. just another thing. Slow motion. Yeah. And, and the Queen died. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> but do you know what else is also sad? What? I can't remember who's doing it, but there's some bugs that are deep in ice, and scientists are trying to get these bugs out I of know, ice. bad idea. <coughs> <coughs> I don't know who's decided that's a good bloody idea. Uh, it's not. Then Elon Musk is going to go. What's going to happen is we're going to get an alien next. It's either it's going to be alien or Terminator. What happens first? Because be we've had the bug. Or a meteor. Meteor. Oh, or God. A... But. That's another thing they've done this year. Meteors? 
No, there was a Aliens? a lump. There was a lump <laughs> of rock in space. Uh-huh. And they shot it. And, oh yes, they and did. They, they changed its trajectory, which is a big thing because if you've got something coming towards the planet, we can then put something on, fire something into it mm. to make it go off. That's so good. that is very cool. That is the thing where it's like very things are going so strangely. I mean, yes, I do. I don't like what technology has done to us, but then some things have been going on lately. Which, when you hear about them, you're like, my God, this is like Star Trek. This is like yeah. beyond what, you know, it, it sounds like magic almost because it's just like this is oh, incredibly, thing, you know, you know the, um, this level of technology. The whole thing of nuclear fusion. Oh, so yeah, the, yeah, they're saying that, yeah. created they're... a gain in electricity rather than just putting in, putting in. And you get sent Is out. what you get out. They're actually putting in. Was that in China? Extra. No, it was in the US. In the US. Wicked. That is so cool. That could revolutionize. Cold that... fusion? No. Cold fusion? Nuclear, nuclear, nuclear fusion. fusion. But that could mean that you could have a generation of energy that didn't require you to take. I mean, I feel like there, there could be, and then, like, it could be with this year that all of a sudden there's going to end up being a breakthrough mm. where. We turn into the future. Thanks. Well, that there's going to be some massive step forward. Where it's going, somebody's going to have a breakthrough where it's like that nuclear fusion thing or something where it's going to be like, oh, all these things that we are worried about, this is what I'm hoping. This Maybe this is what I'm hoping for Christmas. That's like nuclear fusion. One of the things that we were worried about with like energy and the fact that like we're using all these, you know, very terrible ways to get energy, um, you know, polluting the earth. It's like all of a sudden somebody's going to come up with something where it's going to be like, oh, this is what we couldn't, this is what we can do now. We don't have to worry about using uh, all these other ways to get energy and we can, we have like this source of energy that's like you know sustainable and won't harm the environment and it'll be great whoever is benefiting from the current situation yeah yeah will not want any change i think the electric well, car was invented in what 1920s or something 1930s. yeah then they, they fought against it yeah so there's that is... that's the crap really that is that's what i don't um so yeah so last year nothing much well lots of things have happened you got through another year of school Mm-hmm. I got through another year of school. Boys got through another year of school. James got through another year of work. We went camping. Mm-hmm. Oh, I really want to go fun. camping again. Yeah, we and next year we're hoping to go camping again. And you're going to be going. You're going to be gone for like six months, mate. Four, four months. It'll feel yeah. like six. February till June. Yeah, March, I thought it, you were wondering, James, how long was? I did say it was about four, three or four yeah, months yeah. is usually the the length it, that it goes for. So four months. Oh my goodness. Hopefully, I'm going to come back lighter in body fat, learning half of a new language, and having met people that could potentially give me a job later on. You're already meeting people who could possibly give you a job. Yeah. David keeps wanting me to go to Dubai to do training camps with him, but I can't afford to fly up there. Um, Where does he want you to go? Because he, he does... Um, he, he wants uh, to do, like, boxing training camps with people. Whoa. Because I'm quite good on a computer and in the labs. And he's good with the people. So we mm-hmm. combine that and mm. get... Stuff. Yeah. So there's that. When he says up north, what does that mean? No, Dubai. Oh, Dubai. Yeah. 
Oh, heck, yeah. Yeah. And my friend, uh, well, well, it's one of the places I want to go. I want to go Dubai. I want to go, um, obviously, Korea. And then whoever gives me, I don't know, the job. I think James has beaten me at this. Whoever gives me the job is where I think. I was just saying to James how I am jealous of, I have some friends that are back in my hometown. And they have been friends since second year two, second grade. Wow. And they're still friends. This is like, you know, almost 50 years now. They've stayed in this, they stayed not necessarily in the same town, but in the same area. I have cousins who have grown up, you know, lived their lives and, you know, my aunts and uncles and, you know, and it's just kind of like, that's what they do. And my brother has grown up and he's still living in that town and he's had his kids in that same town. And it's just, that's kind of how they are. That's what they're doing. But that wasn't me. So I'm jealous of them and that they have that stability and they have those friendships that are really tight. And I, you know, I have friends and I've kept friends, but I've never seemed to manage to um, keep friends in the same area yeah. <laughs> for more, more along the lines of I either leave or they leave sort of thing. Mm. You know, like one of my friends has just left for Bulgaria a couple months ago. And I'm, you know, sad about that because she was a really close friend. But it's just kind of a thing where it's like, you know, it's, I don't have a friend who I have seen every day, you know, of my life or every week of my life for 50 years. I just don't have that. And I'm jealous of that. But I also know that I would have gone mad if I'd stayed in the same town. Yeah. Quality of time is better, is more valuable than quantity of time. But, yeah, but it's a thing of just that, um... You know, my, my, my cousins and my brother and my friends, their quality of life has been fantastic as well. You know, their quality of life is fantastic for them, but it wasn't right for me. So, like, when you're saying they, you should do that, you should go big, you should go and just, just dive into it. Always a that's because that's you. Mm. You've never done things halfway. You've always mm. dived into things. If you're going to, like, you know, if you're going to fall in love, you're going to fall in love deep. If you're going to fall, if you're going to go on an adventure you're going to go on a huge adventure it's yeah. like you know it's no halfway things and that's okay that's mm -hmm. how you are mm -hmm. you know luckily you're not the type of person who dives into shark tanks on a regular basis <sighs> and gets out of one shark tank to dive into the next there are people who like that but you know you know what it, yeah you know, know you are you, not that type of person who always likes to live on the edge of danger mm -hmm. but you are like person who likes to experience life mm -hmm. and you know Take a big bite out of it, you know, and and that sort of thing. And that's fine. You know? So, you are. You're going on adventure this year, which is fantastic. I feel incredibly lucky that I got into a uni at all. Bear in mind, getting across the world. I'm, I'm not surprised you got into a uni. You're, well, if you're a very was... focused person. You were able to do it. But Cayman was the application, what we did. That was my application. Uh, no knowledge is ever lost, mate. Yep. Any knowledge that you have. I mean, you know. Free up the class. Yep. So. Quite a week. Uh, yeah, 50, at, at. Two hours. Uh, uh, yeah, at, at minute 53, where about 40 minutes of this we're not going to use. That's but, fine. Uh, yeah, I was glad I was able to tell you about work where it's just, yeah, it's been interesting. It's We'll see what happens this year. Because supposedly they're going to be giving me this grant and I'm going to be going back to school and studying the CAL. So, you know, which I already know, but apparently I have to have a British version of the American version. 
So, if I can get away with using my old workbooks or my old my old essays, I will. You I, can. You I know. think that I've been hinted that the British version of things teaches many different approaches. But like, if I go wherever I'm Korean, I'm going to be taught the Korean way. If I go yeah. to America, I'm taught the American, American way. But I think um, it gives you more flexibility. I think you learn about various different approaches. And I think that's mm. probably what they need to provide. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, you you definitely have. You're you're getting more and more options, and I'm hoping that going to Korea is going to like narrow down your options. I'd so like, you I'd like that to happen. Yeah. Um, so right now you're starburst. You need to have like a single beam. It's yeah. like you know, at least for a little while, and then you can go off on tangents. But you know, mm. to get to the the end where you're going to be getting your degree, and then you can be moving on to a job. Yeah, you need to kind of less do less scatter shot. I need yeah. to figure out what master I'm now. The thing is, I didn't want to. Um, oh, we're out of time. Nick. So, quote of the week: uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Get drunk. Uh, drink like a fish, smoke like a chimney, love like a rabbit, and work like a horse. There you go. There you go. Good night.